Could the cause to our problems today actually come from our past? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Later in the show, you'll hear from Deanna Miller with Loose the Captive Ministries, who helps people overcome the trauma from their past. You know, a lot of people just move on in life. They just keep going and have this survival mechanism in their lives. And I think that's a way for them to continue without going through the trouble of looking back. But honestly, I think it affects us in more ways than we know. And it causes problems for today if we don't deal with yesterday. Mm. Yeah, I think when it comes to life, People don't really want to think about their past sometimes. They try to stay away from thinking of their past, so they just keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when you get those times where everything slows down, then you're like, oh my gosh, why am I this way? Or you start running into problems. You're like, why why am I this way? Why do I keep going through this or dealing in the same cycle or feeling a certain way? And sometimes it's just the busyness of America and we're just constantly going. I mean, people don't mourn things like they do in other countries when someone dies. Mm -hmm. We have no time to really sit and think about what is going on in my life? What am I doing? And why am I thinking these things, feeling these things or going through what I'm going through? Yeah. But when you do get that moment, you realize that you have a broken heart. You know, sometimes the things that happen in our past are actually a cause to our problems today. Mm-hmm. And when you take a deep look, whenever, you know, you'll meet with a counselor or whatever it is, they're always tracing it back to something that happened in your childhood, you mm-hmm. know? And why is that? Well, because when those traumatic events happen, they cause wounds in our hearts. They cause wounds in our emotions and our mental state. And we carry them with us like wounds today. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says in Psalms 34, 18, 19, says, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. I really like these verses because sometimes we want to pretend like we don't have a broken heart. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We want to pretend like, no, I'm good. The problem is other people, but really maybe the problem is in us and we can't see it. But when you can see it, And if you're willing to look at it, you're like, well, what do I do with that? How can you fix the past? Mm -hmm. The good news is that God can actually heal the wounds of your past and set you free today. And I'm talking to someone who's maybe been through rape Mm. or been through like horrible instances of trauma in their Mm -hmm. life, abuse, all types of things that God actually has an answer for healing. And I think what I found in my life when I did have a chance to just stop and think, it was very difficult to recount the bad things that happened to me or the bad things that I did. And it caused a lot of anguish and tears Mm, and pain and heartache. But had I not gone to the Lord like I did, I don't know how I could have survived it because it was such a heavy burden for me to carry for the things that I dealt with. And so when we are calling out to the Lord, He is near to us. So if you're going through something and you've had a hard past or something wrong, or you keep running into things and you want a different outcome, call out to the Lord. He is with you. He is near you when you're going through those things. Let's hear right now from our guest after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. 
we'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Hello, everyone. And joining us is Deanna Miller. She has a book called Loose the Captive. She was a cross-dresser who lived a lesbian lifestyle thinking she was supposed to be born a male, and everything changed when she had an encounter with God, and we're going to find out more about her book and ministry and how her life changed. Let's welcome to the show, Deanna. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, thanks for having me, Kathleen. Yeah, so I understand you grew up quite the angry child, and then as you got a little bit older and you moved, things started to change for you in high school. Tell me about those changes. Yeah, it's at that point in time I realized I didn't fit in with the women, I didn't fit in with the men. It was just a weird place to be. And then I read an article about a tennis player who had the sex change surgery, and so that's at that point I knew I should have been a man. Wow. And at your job, you met someone who was a female and there was an immediate attraction and you started a relationship with this girl. And how did things progress? So when I met this girl, I was introduced to her. There was an immediate physical attraction that I had never experienced with a man or a woman. I had no interest in having a relationship with her, but it turned out we lived in apartments next to each other. And so we just began a blossoming friendship that eventually turned romantic relationship. Mm. And I understand you were pretty much someone who didn't believe in God. You were atheists and thought that, you know, Jesus was a fairy tale. And so that really didn't play a role in your life at all. Spirituality. No, you're right. Fairy tale is the best way to put it. Wow. And as you started dating this woman, you guys had all these plans to get married and it looked picture perfect for you until she wanted to have kids. Tell me how you felt and what was going on. Well, you know, when I told her I should have really been born a man, I proposed to her. She said, yes, we started living this life together, but I had all these blocks. I just couldn't get hormones. I couldn't get the surgery. Things got very frustrating between us. She wanted to go back to church, and there was just a lot of frustration for both of us. She came home from a church service one day and just said, I can't do this anymore. I want to move back to Iowa. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to church to try and save our relationship and ended up filling out a card and having a man from the church call me. I was going by the initials JD, which was an inside joke with my girlfriend, but I filled out the card as a man. And this guy, Mark, called me and just started sharing Christ with me. And I met my girlfriend in Kansas City for a weekend. Even though she'd gone to Iowa, we were still getting together once or twice a month. And we went to a church service that Sunday in Kansas City. And at the end of the service, I knew something in her had changed. She looked at me and said, I'm done. Mm. And I knew that was true. So my world came crashing in. All these plans I'd been working towards for, you know, over five years. And I really wanted to kill myself. But somehow or another, I made it back to St. Louis. And I reached out to Mark because he was always such a happy-go-lucky guy. And uh, ended up in his apartment that night to discuss my woes. Wow. And it was that night when you finally gave your life to Jesus. And it was more just like, yeah, why not? I've done everything. I've tried everything. Why not? And when you did that, the peace of God came on you like never before. Your whole life was changed and you realized some things were not right. In fact, that night 
you confessed to Mark that you were actually a female. And he was shocked because all this time he thought you were a man. And he freaked out, gave you a Bible. And you were like, well, what should I do? And he said, read and pray and ask God. (laughs) Well, what's so amazing is that, you know, your life completely changed. Is that right, Deanna, after you gave your life to Christ? Over some years, it was like, you know, like peeling an onion. Well, the one thing I think... You know, it was obvious. I had a lot of issues that just were causing me problems throughout life. And so, you know, the major one is I had to reclaim my identity as a daughter of Christ Mm. and just began to pray that God would help me become a woman. But, you know, that anger was still there and the suicidal thoughts were just a huge problem that I had to overcome. But your life completely changed and now you have a book called Loose the Captive. Tell me a little bit about that book. Well, you know, it's been a labor of love. I knew right away I had an unusual story. I mean, not only the cross-dressing, but, you know, I just knew it was something God wanted me to put down in writing. And it wasn't so much, yeah, it's my testimony, but it's more everything I had to overcome. Mm. And I always put it as there was things given to me that shouldn't be given to you, you know, based on the traumas and the stuff. And so you have to get rid of that. That's really not a part of your identity. Mm. You know, and I'm talking like shame, you know, and then there's things you never realized as a child of God that you also have to accept from God. I mean, over and over, mature Christian women were telling me, you have to let God heal you, honey. Mm. And that's when the book finally was able to be written, when I allowed God to heal me. Right. So it's not written in a chronological order. It's written about everything I had to overcome, mm. you know? So yeah, the anger, the suicidal thoughts I had and work through all that. And Deanna, you also had repressed memories from when you were younger and you expressed that in this book. Is that right? Yes. I don't share what the memory is. And I did that for a couple of reasons, Kathleen. We all go through trauma, mm-hmm. but everybody deals with it differently. And the reason I don't share my trauma is I don't want anybody comparing what happened to them to me saying, oh, well, that's really nothing that happened to me. I got nothing to complain about. And it's also the other way. Well, she doesn't know what she's talking about because she doesn't know what I went through. Mm-hmm. Right. But the important thing is understanding that God knows what you've been through. Right. Amen. Well, how can people get a hold of your book if they want to read your testimony and find out more of your struggles and how you overcame? And maybe it will be a good book to give to others who are suffering or struggling. Sure. The book is Loose the Captive. There's a Facebook page for it. You can message me through that. There's an email address, loosethecaptive at gmail.com. And it is just captive. It's not plural. If you contact me through the Facebook page, I will definitely be happy to mail you a book. It's also on Amazon and you can get it through Amazon and it's on Kindle as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your ministry, your book and what you're doing. And I pray that you continue to write more books to reach more people. Thank you so much, Deanna. Thank you. Oftentimes, some of our wrong desires can be tied way back to our childhood, some type of trauma or maybe the way we were raised And then it begins to blossom out into our adulthood and our adult life. And I'm praying for someone right now, someone who feels like, gosh, do I just have to go back to my past, just counseling? Yes, those things can be good. But Jesus has the way to completely loose you from the captivity of your past Mm -hmm. and to bring you into something new. Behold, old things have passed away 
and the new has come. Jesus, we call upon you for that person right now who's listening and saying, that's me. There's things in my past that I believe are connected to my future. Jesus, cut the ties from the past. Help us to be transformed and made new in you and to find freedom. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.